Hey everybody, this is Christopher Valona, director of Project Sebastian, and this is episode number one of the podcast. I haven't called a name yet. Um, first time using the Anchor podcast. Uh, thank you, Vernon Foster, for the tip. And we're just checking things out around here. It's a pretty cool little app. So uh, I guess we should thank our sponsors. Thank you, Ralph Reddy. Uh, publishing the latest raffle for Baton Disease Awareness. So if you go to Team Sebi on the Raffle Ready website, you'll find that we are doing an NFL experience of a lifetime. You can also find us on the web at projectsebastian.org and just go to the main page and uh, you'll see that uh, we have this amazing opportunity for two people to go to the Super Bowl. That's right. Two tickets to Super Bowl L-I-I-I. That's Super Bowl 53 for you that can't count. And uh, two tickets, round-trip airfare for two, three nights in an Airbnb, car service to and from the game. What an amazing opportunity for anyone to go. Tickets start at 50 bucks for one ticket. Now, if you buy more than three, then the price gets reduced. So we are trying to raise awareness and money for Batten disease. And we hope you go out and uh, buy a shitload of tickets. Because uh, we need to save a bunch of lives. You see, Batten disease takes these children and destroys their bodies from the inside out. There are 14 different recorded variants. And they're all um, horrible, horrible ways to die for these children. So we basically have CNL 1 through 14. My son Sebastian, the namesake of Project Sebastian, has CLN8. Now, basically... What happens is that this disease starts neurologically early on in life, and then it takes the body and the senses and destroys the kid eventually in a very early death. So what you might notice is uh, seizures, epilepsy, uh, loss of vision, loss of speaking, fine motor skills are completely damaged, the ability to talk and walk, as well as um, eating on your own, and then you're uh, basically in a gait trainer trying to walk in a feed tube and then into a hospital bed and then death. Now, nothing was being done for this for many, many years. And, of course, I didn't know anything about it until my son was misdiagnosed for years under epilepsy and then properly diagnosed through genetic testing where we found out that he had Batten disease. So gene therapy replacement is on the rise, and it's pretty much the only hope that these children have and not to put all our eggs in one basket, but we've been working with researchers at Sanford Research at Children's Hospital uh, in Ohio, which has been amazing. The Jill Wormer and uh, Catherine Meyer group are working on our CNL8. And uh, we did a podcast with uh, Dr. Drew not too long ago to discuss that. If you want to hit that up and check that out, uh, you can go to Dr. Drew's podcast. Uh, he's on the web there. He's a good friend of mine. But... Uh, we're going to do something different. We're going to talk about uh, how families are affected from your childhood illness. So that's coming up. So stay tuned and we'll be happy to answer all your questions. Be right back. Okay, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, this is the Project Sebastian podcast, and uh, this is where we discuss family issues uh, dealing with your special needs child or 
Well, shit, anything that has to do with uh, your childhood illness and how it affects your family. And today's guest uh, has become a, a friend of mine, although I've never met him. Uh, it is uh, Mr. Greg, uh, who actually did me a huge favor about a year ago, I believe. It was right, Greg? Yeah, that sounds about right. So what Greg did was uh, he was following uh, Project Sebastian on Facebook, and uh, he reached out to me, and he says, hey, I got this blog, and I want to write about your son, and I'm a huge advocate and special needs child. You should check out who I am. And, uh, well, shit, a year later, uh, Greg and I are still chatting, and uh, he put me on his blog, and I just uh, wanted to say thank you, Greg, for joining the show today. How are you doing, bud? Oh, you're more than welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Greg, uh, tell us a little bit about you, starting with your name and where you live. Well, my name is Greg Lopez, and I live in a town called Kaiser in Oregon. It's neighbor Salem, the state capital. And, um, well, let me see. I work in the aviation field and have for 13 years now. And uh, we moved up to Oregon in um, 2004. Anyhow, um, so apart from uh, working in the aviation field, I'm also an advocate for um, kids that have um, batten disease. And um, also I'm a special needs parent to a very wonderful um, young adult named Benjamin. And That's he, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah so, go ahead. So, so Benjamin um, is how old today? He's 28 years old. That's right. And he's uh, he's a huge sports fan from what I see. <laughs> well, yeah, he um, one of his activities that he loves doing the most is he plays John Madden football on his computer. <laughs> and he he has um, he has a certain way that um, that he that he plays it. That's to his satisfaction and keeps him busy most of the day. Sure. So, sure. Um, anyhow, that that's his connection to sports. I see. And, and so Benjamin's 28. And, and, and what is your child's diagnosis, Greg? Well, he's never officially received a diagnosis. Um, we had him um, uh, see a geneticist a long time ago while he was a patient at Shriners Hospital. And she did blood work and genetic testing on him, but never could pin it down um, specifically. But it in, he's um he's developmentally delayed and has a seizure disorder that's controlled um, with medication, and then um, he's uh, uh, kind of have a neuromuscular difficulties and um, autism, so that there's a bunch of things that are involved. So he he really does not have a, a clear diagnosis like Down syndrome, autism, or Asperger's or epilepsy. He's just got a a myriad of these types of uh, yeah wow. yes wow. yes and, and autism autism is um he has been diagnosed with with being autistic i see um but that's only part of his uh the the big thing is he's developmentally delayed sure um, he's 28 years old but uh, he functions at different levels in different parts of his development so wow. he's a sweet guy and um about how how old was was Benjamin when when uh, you guys found out that there was something wrong? Well, um, actually, you know, uh, 
whereas we'll use a bat and child as an example. A bat and child will achieve all their normal milestones, but then um, the parents will start to notice a slowness in different areas. And with Benjamin, um, he did not achieve all his normal milestones. He was not picking up his head or rolling over um, different things at the normal time. Um, we knew something was up and there's actually, um, uh, my wife is adopted and, but in her biological family, we knew that there was genetically something, you know, a disposition towards something. And sure. uh, so we put two and two together. About, about what age was that, Greg? Oh, I would say, you know, starting all the way from when he was an infant, he just wasn't doing things normally as a, you know, he just wasn't developing normally. And as he got older, like he had his first seizure. Oh gosh. Um, probably when he was probably about three years old. Wow. So. Now, does he, uh, is he, uh, having mostly, uh, Grand mal seizures, or I'm sorry, the new professional word is tonic-clonic, or are they mild, or are they um, uh, absent, or are they pronounced? Well, if anything, now they're, they're um, absent seizures, but back in the day when he first started, they were grand mal, mm -hmm. um, and then um, he would... He, he even had these ones, these seizures, where he would go into a, like a deep belly laugh and start <laughs> and then start seizing oh okay. and it would it would go from being funny to being serious and right uh, yeah anyhow um so now now if anything he has just absent seizures and um and those are hard to hard to spot because they're so well under control and he takes a uh, kepra like a lot of the kids with batten disease takes Oh, I see. So he he is currently on some medication then. Yeah, yeah. He takes Kepra every day. Every day. Is it just Kepra or is there other? Just um, Kepra. Just okay. Kepra. Um, I believe just Kepra. My wife's the one that keeps on top of that mostly. But uh -oh. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about your wife. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Rose or Rosemary. Yes. She or Rosie. Be... Rosie. That's right. That's how I, I remember her. She seems to be quite... Uh, Quite the support group there for you guys. Yeah, she does. Um, she is. You know, I work a lot of hours, and uh, years ago we just decided it was time to have her stay home and just care for Benjamin. So sure. I'm away from home, working a lot of hours, and then and then my um, my activities in a, as an advocate, and I I write on behalf of the kids that have bat disease, and um, and yes. so. It, it's a lot of hours and she's a big support in that. Yeah. We're going to get, we're going to get to your blog in a minute here. Um, okay. It's just incredible that you are such a, an advocate for uh, another entirely different uh, disease, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, can you run down just really fast? You know, what is your day like in the life of, uh, of your family with your, your situation there, Greg, with uh, the well, special needs aspect, I would, I would assume. Yeah. Um, well, like for my for uh, for Benjamin and my wife, they're at home uh, most of the time. Uh, Benjamin's in between day programs right now, so he spends a lot of time with my wife, and she takes him on walks and kind of cares for him. 
and uh, make sure that he's safe and sound and, and uh, has what he needs to eat and drink. And um, then I'm away at work um, and my, uh, my work day includes a commute. Uh, so my, my time away from home is like 12 hours. And um, I do work on, um, on my lunch and breaks is just kind of uh, perusing Facebook and, and doing other things involved in my activities as a, as a, um, as an advocate. But, but while I'm working, I'm, I'm working as a mechanic in the aviation field, uh, doing mainly overhaul work. And right. um, so then I'm away from home for 12 hours and then I get home and I kind of plunk myself down in front of my Chromebook and I'm, I'm either writing or talking to people um, for a couple hours and then it's, and then dinner's in there somewhere. <laughs> then, um, then it's, uh, it's a little time with Benjamin and my wife. And then it's time to jump in the shower and get ready to do it all over again the next day. And, right. uh, and then there's set, then there's the weekends and the, the, then it's more time to do more of that, but less work. And sure. so is, uh, is, is Benjamin, um, able to do, um, like bathing and eating and dressing and fine motor skills all by himself. Yeah. He, um, he doesn't do re really well with his fine motor skills, but he's able to, um, you know, like work his mouse and keyboard. Um, he's able to feed himself, but he's not able to go get his own food. Um, mm -hmm. Or things like that without, um, you know, or to pour his own drinks. Sure. So he keeps us hopping, uh, and he kind of kind of joke about him um, having his own personal staff, you know. So we wait on him. <laughs> also, so his staff waits on him, and um, uh, like I said, he's able to keep himself busy and and to feed himself. But when it comes to you know, bathing or, or help of other types, you know, right. we're there to help them. And, and is, uh, uh, is that your only child, Greg? No, actually we have three boys. Um, Benjamin has two older brothers. He's the baby. Um, and his older brother, Daniel lives in North Carolina and works as an IT professional. And then his, um, then his middle brother, um, Kenny, um, works on computers and lives down kind of close to you, um, or in Fresno, in Fresno, oh. self-employed. I see. Wow. That's uh that's awesome. It's a big family. All boys, huh? All boys. That's oh. the way it kind of runs in our family. Poor Rosie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I would imagine that, that, um, you know, with the stress of your job and, uh, having those long shifts where you have these, these 10 and 12 hour, on and off shifts. Um, it's, it can be frustrating at, at times, huh? Yeah, it is. It gets tiring. You know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm 50. I'm almost 58. Sure. And I spend a lot of time on cement floors, so it kind of wears me out, but right. you know, I just keep going because people are depending on me. Yeah. Yeah. And, I understand uh, that. So, um, so what would you say, Greg, is your, one of your, or if you can describe some of the current frustrations you have with uh, with um, dealing with your son Benjamin, not in the sense of of God, I, I hate my son because he's he's challenged. Just talking about 
your frustrations as a, as a family, meaning that do you find yourself doting on Benjamin more? Do you find yourself servicing him more in the aspect of maybe some resentment may come out between the siblings? Um, well, like as far as the siblings, they, they don't see Benjamin that much. And when they're, when they are here, you know, they'll stop in and say hi, but they don't like just because it's limited. The interaction between them is limited. Um, they love Benjamin just like I do, but I think I love him a little bit more. And it's just my, and actually my involvement with the Batten community has strengthened the bond between me and Benjamin. That's a whole nother discussion. Sure. But, but I just adore my son. Yes. Um, but where he brings challenges is maybe some of the financial challenges that come with, you know, the, the extra expense of having somebody like that in your household. Sure. Um, having to maintain a certain type of a dwelling um, place, um, you know, um, just some of the financial constraints that every parent that has a special needs child knows this, that it's extra expensive to have somebody like that and an extra demanding having somebody like that in your household. Um, but I do it, I do it, you know, um, willingly. Um, there's no way that I would, you know, some families have to have, they have no choice. They have to put their, their child in a, in a home or whatever. They, they just have those restrictions. Mm -hmm. Whereas with us, you know, there's no way that we would do that unless we absolutely had to. And we, we willingly take that challenge on because we love Benjamin so much. I'm sure it shows, uh, it shows, it shows very much in, in, in our previous conversations uh, for all you listeners out there that Greg and I have been talking uh, for the better part of a year um, and uh, definitely, definitely loves his son. Uh, this is the first time I've heard of the other three, <laughs> but uh, uh, I can completely understand that when, when our when our focus and our attention is on our on our one or two children that are really struggling, they actually need us more than the others that are able to get along in this world without anything. And I I totally respect you. Which brings me to my other, my next question, Greg. You are so involved in Batten Disease Awareness, and everybody that I've talked to they know who you are in this community. And the one question always comes up and I hope you can help us uh, with an answer here. Why, why, <laughs> why does Greg get so involved in an illness that does not directly affect him or his family? Now that we know who, who Benjamin really is, why Greg, why do you do it? Well, you know, it's funny how life's uh, events in life, change us um and uh and my involvement with the bat community actually comes through following the legacy of a navy seal named adam brown and adam led me to um to a little girl named ally and um and i of ally's angels and i followed ally and um and i discovered through doing posts about her and her mom um, that I, that I have a little bit of a flair for writing. And, um, and then, um, at a certain point I branched out and started following 
other families. And just as I continue, then I started writing um, about um, other families in my blog. And as I've done so, my love for, and the more stories that I, that I know about and the more that I write about them, the more I know about the details of what you all go through, um, the way that you love your kids so much um, and the sacrifices that you go through, the more, the more that I read and the more that I write about it, the more passionate I become about it. And um, uh, it's just amazing um, to me. Um, some of the terms, um, like I'll give you an example. In my last story, I had, I quoted um, a mom who had lost her child back in the mid seventies from Batten disease. And her comment to me, was um, thank you, I can't remember it uh, verbatim, but it was um, thank you for your sweet comments and thank you for loving our children so fearlessly. And I went and I looked that, that comment up, um, I Googled it, I mean, not the comment, but the, but the word fearlessly, and it brought up a couple other words that described um, what the term meant and that described um, what parents that have these kids, um, what their love for their children is like. And, uh, the, you know, loving your kids so fearlessly, um, it, it adequately describes what, um, what you all love your kids like. And uh, through doing these stories, and being involved in the bat community, I've come to love your kids. Um, maybe, maybe I can't, I can't love them to the to the degree that you do, but I try my best, and um, no. and it just comes naturally from doing the stories. It, it's it's honestly the support of people like you, Greg, that gives me hope. You know, when I come across your Facebook uh, feed about a different kid, a different story, or um, you know, the the power of the writing that you have encompassed really, honestly, for me, I can't speak for the entire community of Batten's families, but uh, it makes me feel good that there's hope that uh, we're talking about the good points of, of these these children who are really just struggling with just trying to stay alive. And uh, they really, you know, embody the term warriors. Um, they you know, sure they they're just like Sebastian, I'm sure um, Benjamin is struggling and fighting just to keep going, just to simply say, I'm not going to let this thing take me away. Mm -hmm. And um, we, as I know a lot of people in this community would say this, and I'm going to speak for some people, you have really given us an opportunity to share our struggles and our stories with what Batten disease is like. And that is huge. And I appreciate you more than you know. So I just wanted to bring you on and say thank you for that. Well, thank you so much. It's, now, a, it's a pure joy. <laughs> well, you're a pure joy to talk to. You know, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're very sweet, Greg, and that's uh, that's an amazing thing. Um, so we now know a little bit more about you, um, but is um, if you have anything you want to plug, talk to us about your um, your blog and your website, uh, Gregster60. Can you tell us a little bit about that, like? How did that all come about? 
Okay, well, um, originally the blog was created. Um, I talked about this seal, this Navy SEAL named Adam Brown. Um, I read the book about him. It's it's named Fearless, and I highly recommend it to anybody that likes to read about SEALs um, or military-type stuff. Right. Um, really, a story goes beyond that. But anyhow, um, I – I read, I read that story and then I started following, looking for information about him on Facebook. And, um, I found a, um, uh, I found a guy that was in the process of creating an underwater memorial, um, for Adam. And, um, and I became involved with, with that page on Facebook and I became friends with the guy, and his name is Will Stevens. Um, he, he lives down in Arkansas. Um, Adam was from Hot Springs, Arkansas. And anyhow, so um, I ended up taking diving lessons um, so that I could go down to um, Arkansas and dive this memorial. And at the same time, I went and visited um, Allie Weiss, who was this little darling that had Batten disease. And I met her just three months before she gained her wings. Uh, and, wow. and that whole experience moved me. Um, and, I, and I created the blog because her mom had encouraged me to, um, to write about the experience. And so the blog started as a result of that. And I was looking for a title for the page. And I came up with Gregster 60. I was going to call it something else. And then, so because Gregster 60 makes it sound like it's all about me, but what the blog has become is it's all about kids with Batten disease and their, and their dear families. Sure. And, um, so, so yeah, the, the title, you know, sounds like it's about me, but it's really about all of you guys, the blog. And so it is, uh, so the website is www.gregster60.com. And um, so in it, and as time has gone on, um, I've, it's just evolved into something. Um, I have a way in which I go about asking questions um, to the parents, and I do it either over Facebook Messenger or through through email, I send questions and <laughs> yes. ones that are able to endure it, send me answers. <laughs> and, yeah. I, I remember the, uh, we had Greg interviewed me. Um, uh, like I said, about a year ago, maybe a little bit less. Um, and I remember those questions. They're very hard questions. Uh, <laughs> so, but they're, but they're, but they're important to you, right, Greg, for you to, the, to get the story out. We have to ask the hard questions much like, what we're doing here today we're talking right. about uh our children and how it affects us so yes i remember that process i was <laughs> you were part i gotta tell you at, at the end at the end of that last like enter <laughs> i felt this weight had lifted off it was great <laughs> you know i've had um i've had parents that have started with me and they get the questions and it's like they just kind of fade away and they're just they're not up to it yeah um, I, you know, and I used to, I used to wing it in the beginning. I would read Facebook posts or I'd read different things and I would kind of wing the story and it would be more about my feelings about what 
I think that the parents are feeling, but now I get their answers and I can use exactly what they're thinking to write the story. And, um, sure. you know, so I don't know if it's the perfect method, but it's the pet method that mm. seems to produce the best result. And, um, so I go with that and, uh, right. Anyhow. So that's, that's how the whole thing came about. And, uh, you know, okay. it's become nice. a big, it's become a passion of mine. And so, yeah. well, it's clearly, it's, it's clearly a good read. I, um, I, I do read a lot of your posts. I'll be honest with you, not all of them, uh, but uh, the ones I do skim through, it just it um, it really pulls you into the story. It's uh, it's very good writing, and I and I and I would um, tell everybody that's listening right now just to go to gregsyourcity.com. That's on the World Wide Web. So we're gonna wrap it up here with Mr. Greg. Greg, can you tell us just in a few short sentences what is it that you do today with these issues that you have? to keep going for your son, Benjamin? Um, I, I guess it's just a sense of, of what's right and what's wrong. I mean, it's just, it's just the right thing to love and care for these people that, because if they don't have, if they don't have those that are responsible for caring for them, then they don't, they don't have anything. And, and so that drives me, um, you know, Benjamin's just a God given gift to me. And, uh, and I do my best for him every day. I go out to work. I work for him. Sometimes I'll do a post saying that him and Rosie are the two reasons why I'm at work today. Yeah. And then, and then knowing the gratitude that I get that I have of, of all of you in the Batten community um, is a big reason why I do what I do. Um, but, but if, if it wasn't even for that, it would just be, I just want to help in whatever way I can. So that's um, I've, I've, this is my niche. I've, I've found that um, I found this as my way to help. And as long as you, as long as you all allow me to do that, then I'll continue. So, well, we'll definitely keep uh excuse me, we'll definitely keep you uh, uh, posted uh, for the next uh, uh, Gregster 60 uh, input uh, blog, rather, if you will, um, out there on Facebook. Uh, you can follow Greg on Facebook. Um, I just believe, what is it, uh, just Greg Lopez? Or yeah, is it... it's Greg Lopez for my personal page. Uh, sure. But I also have a, uh, I have a, a, a group page now, and it's a Benjamin's Daddy the Batten blogger. Uh, you, can't, that's you can't miss that. So that's, <laughs> I'd be the only guy with that title. <laughs> well, that's good. So uh, everybody, please uh, be sure to, to add Mr. Greg Lopez as a fan and a friend. Check out his blog on his website as well. That's gregster60.com. Mr. Lopez, it's been an honor. You are my inaugural guest for <laughs> the Project Sebastian podcast. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time. I know you're very busy, but I just wanted to share the same amount of respect that you've given us and our family with us today. And I appreciate your time. It's a great privilege. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. Once again, thank you, Greg. And we'll see you real soon, everybody.
You're welcome. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the very first Project Sebastian podcast where we discuss uh, issues dealing with your special needs child and how it affects your daily life. Uh, We're going to be introducing a a whole lot more other types of childhood illnesses. Uh, Got a lot of great guests coming up. I want to say thank you to Greg Lopez for joining us today. Uh, It was clear to me that we just didn't have a real set diagnosis for young Benjamin. But he's not so young, 28 years old, and he's devastatingly handsome check him out on gregster60.com but uh, going forward we're definitely going to be discussing more uh, other types of illnesses uh, from Alzheimer's to Perthes to uh, whatever you're going through we're going to get you on the air and we're going to give you a platform to, to scream, shout, cry or share information or to plug whatever you got going on so um just wanted to let you know that I'm listening, I'm hearing you, and for lack of a better word, I am here for you. Uh, I really believe that in the special needs community, uh, we all need to stick together, and we all need to share, and we all just need to be there for each other. And I really think that, uh, well, I just think that I'm on to something here, and I think that people want to hear it, and I think that people want to share. So. Tune in again. We'll be back as soon as I figure out how to work this app really better. That's, my English really sucks. I'm going to learn this app and I'll become better at it, I promise. Uh, so uh, please share this episode with everybody. And I will talk to you guys or with you guys very shortly. All right. Take care.